Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. On this episode, we're going to talk about the key metrics for real estate investors. Now, Metrics are a way for you to use tools to be able to identify where you are and where you're going. If you don't know where you are, then you're lost. And if you don't know where you're going, you're lost too. That's why you need to have key metrics. Everybody uses metrics in a different way. And there are some metrics that are useful for you when you're evaluating property, and there are other metrics that you that you use when you're um, investing in a property. So we're going to talk about a few of those key metrics, and you know you can decide how you want to use them when in your real estate investing. Now, one of the things that we look on or look at is cash on cash returns. So cash on cash returns are really just a simple way of saying I make this much profit in a year and I divide it by how much I invested. So if I made $10,000 in that year and I invested $100,000, my cash on cash return is 10%. So that is a metric for me to use to be able to say on a particular investment, if I'm looking at like a a project or a property or or anything, if I'm looking for a specific cash on cash return, I'm gonna use that formula to be able to figure that out. Another uh, key metric that you use in real estate investing is called uh, cap rate. And the cap rate is actually made up of three different factors. The cap rate in an area is based on the condition of the property, so how old it is, you know, is it like a A class, B class, C class of property? And usually we're talking about apartment buildings here. So five or more units, you know, up to hundreds of units. So it's made up of three things, the condition of the property, the location of the property and interest rates. So three things make up a cap rate. And so if you go to a different area, you may find a different cap rate. So for example, in downtown Toronto, cap rate is probably, the market cap rate is probably two. So the market cap rate is what somebody is willing to pay for that asset. At a 2% cap cap rate means that if they paid all cash, they'd be making 2% on it. If you were to go into like um, Kingston, where we have a, a number of assets, you know, the cap rate used to be five, now it's closer to like four and a quarter. So that's the, the market cap rate. So that, that market cap rate is basically what I'm willing, if I were to put all cash, what I would be making on that asset, okay? So cap rate is an important metric that, you, that, we're gonna, that we use to be able to identify um, an opportunity. So for example, if you bought me a property in Kingston and it came in at a two cap rate, I would have to ask myself, what is going on with this property? Is the seller out to lunch? Or is there like a really interesting opportunity here with the spread in rents or something else? So I I need to be able to understand that in order to define whether this is good or not. Another key metric that we use is called an annual rate of return. So an annual rate of return is if I gave you $100,000 and I got $5,000 in cash flow 
and I got $10,000 of appreciation and maybe $2,000 of mortgage pay down, the actual rate of return that I'm gonna get on that asset is closer to 17%, right? Because I have those three things together that are going to give me an annual rate of return. And the annual rate of return usually comes into play when we are refinancing or selling an asset. I typically don't sell apartment buildings. I buy apartment buildings and we hold on to them and refinance them. And our strategy is basically we'll, we'll buy the property, get you know CMHC financing. We'll, we'll usually buy them with pro, uh, partners. They'll put in the, the funds to be able to close on the property. And then in three years, we will refinance the property. Usually it takes between three to five years to finish our business plan, refinance the properties. We pay back our investors whatever they invested into the project. And during that time period, they will also be getting cash flow from the asset. So if in three years, I gave you back 100% of what you invested in, plus maybe I gave you 5%, let's say, um, cash return, and you invested $100,000, that means you're getting a 33% annual return plus whatever the cash flow is on that asset. And that's the typical process that we use for our um, properties. So your annual rate of return is gonna be what, what you're gonna be getting back, right? And that usually happens on the sale or refinance of an asset. The, the shortest time that I've ever been able to do that is a year. The longest time I've been able to do that is four years in an apartment building. So, you know, it's it's always depends on what it is, but that's what an annual return is. The last uh, metric that I want to talk about is called the internal rate of return. And the internal rate of return is basically a term that's used when you are looking at um, different sorts of assets, often real estate assets, but it could be other assets, they're looking, you're looking at an internal rate of return, and that is your net profits, and then divided by the investment where the rate is compounded. So when you compare an annual rate of return to an internal rate of return, let's say an annual rate of return is 30%, and an internal rate of return will be closer to like 28% because that return is compounded over that three year period, let's say. So it, it just compresses the return a little bit and you're looking at it for how much you invested each year compounded, okay? So it's a, it's a little different depending on what the metric is that you're, you're looking for and what you're, what you're reviewing. But you need to understand what metrics you want to use as an investor and as a real estate investor. So outside of this, you may be looking at return on equity. You may, some people use like the number of doors they own. I think that's a poorer way to, to be able to identify, you know, what you're doing because a door in Saskatchewan may be $20,000 whereas a door in Toronto is $200,000. So, you know, it's, I think that's a poor way of doing it, but that's, that's a way that other people do it. Assets under management is one I like to use. You know, we have, um, we're approaching now 125, or personally, 125 million in assets under management. So that's something that, um, that I use as a metric for me. You have to find out what metrics work for you. Is it, you know, cash on cash, cap rate, annual return, internal rate of return, doors, whatever it is. But you have to be able to find out where you are now and what you're looking to do in the future and use these metrics to help you. I hope you got something out of this episode. Um, if you want to chat, you can book a 15-minute call. 
Uh, have a great one and get some metrics in what you're doing. In the description, it's quintindesouza.com for that 15 minute call. Uh, remember, you, you have to know where you are and where you're going and you use metrics to help you to figure that out. Have a great, great day and a great evening today. Make sure to check out getrealwealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quentin D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to getrealwealthy.com.